Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and we have a brand new episode this week. As you guys know, we were not here last week. We didn't nope. post an episode. We we did well. We tried to. Re- well, we didn't really try to record. I mean, we tr- we semi tried. We to met record. up twice, right? Yeah. And both days we were miserable. Just not feeling it. Like yeah. Last week has just been really, really rough. I feel like for the both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just been going through it and like we just didn't want to obviously as you can tell the episodes that we do we always want to be true to you we want to be true to ourselves so that's what this ep- like this whole podcast is about right it's being Getting real. real so we just didn't want to <laughs> fake it and like we just didn't feel like it was the right time to record considering things that we were just we were crying through. we were literally like upset yeah. we were not happy and we were just like honestly at this point fuck it this week like I'm not gonna lie to you guys like we're not the happiest like i'm pretty miserable brenda's pretty miserable yeah but at least like we can be on here and not pretend to be like oh my god like welcome back guys like oh my god new episode we're just like here we're gonna answer some questions we're sipping on some coolers we're chill so it's gonna be a very chill episode this week but we do want to be here we're just like not <laughs> super giddy <laughs> not in the most enthusiastic yeah um environment i guess exactly like we have the lights off today we do we don't do we don't really do that with like a cooler in our hands yeah like we have a candle in front of us um but yeah so today's episode we're gonna be talking about some things that you guys want to ask us advice on so yeah our instagram is let's get rid of the podcast you guys sent us some dms between that one and my other instagram about um relationship advice and yeah how to be single and how to be single and then you guys sent some like pointers that we i guess we could share on like both topics so we're just gonna share them and answer the questions for you guys and hopefully you guys enjoy this or get benefit from it all right so we have one question here i will start from the top so first question was what would you define as cheating <laughs> anything that you second guess and think like should i tell my girl about this my man about this I think it's cheating. Like, if you feel like you're questioning it because you know something's wrong, then I consider it cheating. Whether that's DMing someone inappropriately or, you know, having energy, like chemistry at work with someone or texting or sneaking out with someone. You know what I mean? If you know what's wrong in your gut, to me, it's cheating. Yeah, or if it's something you have to hide from your partner, I feel like it's cheating. You'll know if it's cheating because you'll feel wrong for doing it. Obviously, the straight obvious as people would know, if you're talking to someone, you're DMing someone, you're hanging out with a whole other person without your partner knowing, like, mm-hmm. those are, again, you don't have to make out with someone or have sex with them to consider it cheating. I agree. Like, if you're making the other, like, your partner feel uncomfortable or make them feel disrespected in some way, you're already doing that, so. And to me, like, I feel like cheating is defined differently in every relationship. Like, for me, I'm okay, well, I don't love it, but if I see my man liking another female's pictures, I don't really feel a way, I don't really care. Yes. Yeah, Unless it's, like, someone that I know they talk to and it's, like, a bikini shot, then I'm like, okay, you don't need to do that. But he doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, but to other people, liking another female's picture is cheating. Like, if that's the boundary that you set in your relationship, then that could be considered cheating. So it's always about communication and kind of defining what you consider as cheating in the beginning with your partner so that you guys kind of know yeah facts that's true mm-hmm. you have to be on that common ground because you might think it's not they might think it is so little things like that you should always go and like talk to your partner and be like so what are your thoughts about this yeah you got to be really honest um another question is what's the hardest thing about being in a relationship 
<laughs> okay, so the hardest thing to me about being in a relationship is knowing that you're sharing your life with someone. So as much as I love sharing my life with someone, it is very weird to me because I did spend 24 years of my life single as fuck. So for me, knowing that every decision that I make has to kind of, I have to consider another person in it. Yeah. It's, it's really scary. Like I'm okay with it, but it's scary. Like for example, when I was talking to Brenda about moving out, which I guess we'll tell them more about after, um, I'm signing this one year lease, but I'm also asking my boyfriend, like, so what do you think about in a year? What, where do you, where are you going to be at in terms of like living outside of your family's home, moving out with me? You know what I mean? There's questions that you got to kind of consider before you sign a one year lease. And before it's like, sure, I'll just sign it. It's my life. But now it's shared. Yeah, that's true. Like you took the words right out of my mouth. I just feel like the hardest thing is just knowing that there's another person you have to consider. There's another person you have to compromise with. There's, it's not just about you anymore. It's like yeah. you and your other half, you, you and your partner. About exactly. everything. Like you're going out, you, you got to tell them. And if you don't, it's kind of weird. Like obviously you don't need the permission, but if you're out at the club at night and they have no idea you're going to the club tonight, it's kind of like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah, it's true. But when you're single, you don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I think I honestly, like, the hardest thing, especially if you're, like, going from single to being in, like, a committed relationship, is just knowing that it once was just about you, mm-hmm. but now it's, like, you're you're sharing that life with someone else. So it's not just what you want. It's not what you want for dinner. It's not mm-hmm. how you want the dinner cooked. Like, it's, it's a shared relationship. Like, yeah. not... Every time it's going to be something that you're going to like, but it's something you have to learn to accept. So mm-hmm. I think that's probably the hardest. So this next question is a good one because we're both Aquariuses. So this person asks, is it true Aquariuses are scared to commit? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily that we're scared to commit or be in a committed relationship. I think it's just more so what the commitment comes with. Like things that we're so used to doing that now, again, your life is changed, right? Because as an Aquarius, I feel like for the most part, you're, you don't, one big thing about an Aquarius, I don't know about you, but I just don't like people telling me what to do. We don't like to give up our independence. That's what it really comes down to. We like to do things our own way. We like to march to the beat of our own drum. We don't want people telling us what to do. We don't want people running our lives. And that comes with commitment sometimes. Yeah, there's, there's just like certain things you just, in a relationship, you just got to let go. Yeah. So I think that Aquarius are not afraid to commit. I shouldn't I shouldn't be like mm-hmm, so quick because we're not afraid to commit. We're just afraid to give up. Happiness equates to freedom for us because we're very, very like liberated sign. Yeah, it's not saying that we're not going to be happy. We're not going to be free with our partner. It's just more so, again, it's ourselves that we have to think about. And now that mentality has to change, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're thinking about a whole other person, you know? So mm-hmm. again, I wouldn't say it's scared either. It's just more like the change of it exactly so another question is how do you know that your boyfriend is the one for you you just know i know that's such a weird like way to answer it but like when you know you know especially if you've been in other relationships like there's certain things like the way you feel about them or how you talk to them or just you'll just know you just feel it it's something you feel i know that sounds so weird but it's that's literally it I feel like when things are easy, if things are very easy and flow, then you kind of get that feeling that this is meant for me. This is where I'm supposed to be. But if things are hard and tumultuous, then you question it. And if you find yourself questioning it a lot, then maybe he's not the one for you. Yeah. And I just feel like you literally just like it's like a gut feeling. Yeah, exactly. You just know it's something inside of you that tells you like 
this is the person for me. So one person here asked, what is like a long distance advice you'd give someone? I kind of dated someone long distance in a way because he lived here, but he also had a home and a whole ass life like in the islands. And I will say like it was kind of weird because like we were not boyfriend and girlfriend. We were dating. So to be honest, if he wanted to hook up with someone, he could. Yeah. So it was really hard for me because I'm just like every night, like he'll be messaging me when he's home, but like he'd be drunk and I'm like, this man's probably doing some some shady shit. So it's really hard because I feel like when you're long distance, your entire relationship is just communication. There's no affection. There's no physical touch. There's no you can't really do things for each other unless it's like sending each other money or paying a bill. Right. Other than that, it's literally just communication. So if you guys don't FaceTime that day, it could be a fight. Yeah. So I feel like when you're so like advice to long distance couples would be you need to accept the fact that you're not going to fucking see them and understand that your entire relationship is based on communication. So when they call you, you need to answer when they text you. You can't take eight hours because that's not okay when you don't have that physical relationship. It relies just on that. I'm going to be straight up honest. If you're young and when I mean young, I mean like like you're in this like you're just starting today. It will work. Yeah. Or if you're really old and all you do is really go to work, pay bills, and FaceTime each other, it will work. But if you're in your prime times, like your 20s, 30s, I'm telling you now, that shit just doesn't work. Like it's Unless hard. you're like literally like a type of person that you're cool with having your life behind a screen, mm-hmm. which is not for everyone, then fine. But honestly, like I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I'm being real. Like It, it just doesn't work. It doesn't. Something ends up happening. There's like, I've seen it even with me. I had a semi relationship with someone who lives in Guelph and it was all online. And it just Guelph is like an hour away, if you guys didn't know, like an hour and a half from her. And it just doesn't, it doesn't work out. I've had a friend who had a whole ass relationship with someone from another part of the world and it just, it doesn't work. Like, it just doesn't. Yeah. Unless you're old or you're really, really young, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. So. If you want to just go through it for the journey and the experience, do it. But if you're really trying to, like, see where things go, I personally would just say, don't waste your time. And, like, even, especially if you're someone that gets very emotionally invested. Because even me, like, this man was in Canada for, like, half of the year. But, like, when it came to, like, my birthday, summertime, Christmas time, he wasn't here. And I had a hard time with that. But if it's someone that's like literally lives across the world and you don't even get that time unless you spend $900 on a flight, like you need to understand like you're going to go a little broke, you're going to have to make sacrifices and you're going to have to transition from spending two weeks straight with them to nothing at all. You know what I mean? Like you don't get like dates, like you literally are with them for you live with them and then you just don't see them. Honestly, it's hard. It's hard hard my my like, um, could i do it now no i don't think i couldn't so. i no. couldn't my family member like my my god sisters she met her her man online like fucking like nine years ago or something i don't even know he's from another country like he's from europe and they met online and their relationship was online for years and then they met in person and then now they're married and have a baby it, it happens i've seen those stories like about people like swiping on tinder and then they fly over and it just works couldn't be me but it just yeah like i'm that type of person like i need that like connection in person like how you are in front of a screen is different than how you are in person like it just oh yeah i don't know i couldn't do it maybe it'll work but honestly if i'm just giving straight advice and being blunt about it i don't think it would work how do you know if it's true love is the next question 
Honestly, it's the same thing with knowing your partner. Like, when you know, you just... I know it sounds so dumb, but, like, when you know, you know. You, you're you different than your other relationships. There's things that you do that you never thought you would do. Yeah, like, I went There's camping. Like, what? I went camping. Like, in a tent? In a fucking tent. Damn. In a tent, Brenda. I went camping, and I was like, what? I told my family, and they're like, what? I mean, <laughs> I'm in love, but I still wouldn't do that shit. No, I'll never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a like glamping. But anyways, yeah, no. You'll just know because you'll start to say things you've never said. You'll start to do things you've never done. Like you'll just you'll just be a whole different person, you'll and that's when you know in your bones. You're in love. <laughs> <laughs> in your bones. I don't know. I don't know. You'll just know. Like you'll just kind of like you'll feel it. Actually, though, like you'll actually just yeah. feel it, and like your intuition will talk to you and tell you. You know what the main thing is? People will start telling you that you're different, that you seem happier, that you're glowing. They'll start noticing the changes in your personality because they're like, who's doing this to you? Because it just makes you different. So there's another question here. This one's actually a good question. How do you build trust in a relationship? Don't cheat. Don't cheat. (laughs) Make sure you're always communicating. Like, Make sure you're always talking to each other about certain things that come up. Like, don't hold shit in because I feel like that kind of stuff will really fuck with the relationship. Don't lie about small things. Have an open communication. Yeah, don't lie. Especially about small things. Because when you start to lie about small things, it makes someone question everything you say. And it's it's just not worth it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're lying about, like, oh, you know, I was out till 8, but you're really actually out till 11... It's something that your partner's not going to get mad at. It's not worth getting caught in a lie because now you look shady. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, don't lie about small things. Um, always, like, answer questions with full honesty. Always tell them information before they even need to ask to make them feel comfortable. Like, if you know that something's kind of a weird situation, reassure them. Those type of things, like, reassurance is really important to build trust, yeah. I feel. Honestly, communication is key. That's all mm-hmm. I can really say. If your communication is like a hundred, then there's no reason to not trust your partner because even if it's something so hard to talk about or so hard to say, if you're verbally expressing it and talking to your partner, there's no need for, you know, there to not be trust or there not to be that awkward tension or something. I agree. Next question is how can you have better sex with your partner? What? Communication. Yeah, we're not going to go too in-depth on this. If you want to know more answers on that, listen to Call Her Daddy. <laughs> but um, I just feel like it's literally communication. If there's something that you want in the bedroom, you let them know. If there's something you don't like in the bedroom, you let them know. Life and is too short. And honestly, it's the connection. If your sex isn't good, maybe the connection isn't there. Yeah, I feel like if, there, if like, the chemistry isn't there, it's not there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Would you compromise your happiness for the success of your relationship? Hell no. No. My relationship should be adding to my happiness. It should be making me more happy. It should not be me compromising my happiness for my relationship. I shouldn't yeah. be giving it up for for the other one. I just feel like if your partner is 100 and they really love you, they want to see you just as happy as you want to see yourself. So there's no reason for them to be like, it's either me or your job. It's either me or mm-hmm. your like, YouTube. It's either me or like your you know what I mean? Like your gaming, whatever it is. Like You shouldn't have to tell your partner to pick your relationship over something that makes you happy too right because again if they really love you they want to see you happy right nobody ever does that type of stuff to you or you feel like they're literally making you choose between them or your happiness and that person is just not the one and you you should not have to make that choice i think they're making the choice for you right there you just gotta walk away facts next question here is how do you get the courage to ask your crush out take a shot yeah 
or again i think i said this before but like have like a test run with someone else true someone you know ugly I mean? yes yeah. yes i remember us talking about this <laughs> yeah because like you do it once and it's, it's just it's you just something you have to kind of like break loose you do it and then it kind of flows the next time yeah i used to practice flirting with ugly guys so <laughs> just practice asking out ugly guys or ugly females or try it out on your guy friend maybe they can no nah, then shit pointers. gets awkward oh like it's like a trial like yeah like, like oh, hey if i asked you know rico suave over here how to like go out with me like does, does it sound like <laughs> a good life <laughs> you could have said john appleseed <laughs> because <laughs> like, it's like you know Rico Suave. oh my god but like yeah you can, you can just do a test run on them and see how that goes i don't know honestly like you just do it yeah like you, you said maybe you it's need like to a band-aid a shot of tequila or something yeah i think you should just take a shot and go for it the next one is not a question but it's just someone giving advice they said i'm just gonna say this so that we can see if we agree with this or not they said, do not tell your partner your deepest secrets. They will use them to hurt you in the end. I disagree with that. If you're dating a manipulative man, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I, I tell my partner all my secrets. He same. knows all the tea. And you need to tell your partner your secrets because, again, what if that secret comes up one day and it's just, it's like, why didn't you tell me this? Like, how did I not know this? Like, why haven't you shared this with me? Yeah. I, I think, like, your partner deserves to know you're in and out, especially if, if it's the person you see you know you spending the rest of your life with they need that and usually those secrets really mold who you are so it helps them feel closer to you and understand you when they know everything about you and i feel like there's obviously secrets that you tell your best friend and there's secrets that you tell your man or your woman whatever but um for the most part i just feel like it's okay to tell them your deepest secrets and if they're using them against you to hurt you then it's That's toxic yeah it's toxic and you know, you just get out of the situation as soon as you can. Any advice on a 16-year-old girl who has never dated? Anything to know before going into it? <laughs> girl, I was 24 when I had dated, started dating. Well, no. Okay, no. I started dating at 18, actually. Like Same. Dating, dating. Yeah, I was like end of high school. Yeah, I got my first kiss really late. Like, I was out of high school by the time I even kissed a boy. Like, We're the I, wrong person to ask that type yeah, of Yeah, like at 16, like... I was not talking to guys. Like, I was secretly crushing on guys, but yeah. nobody liked me back. But, like, to be honest, what you should know is you just got to love yourself. Love yourself and be true to yourself because you don't want to start faking to be someone who they yeah. want you to be at such an early stage of your life. Because, again, yeah. I think that's also why a lot of relationships nowadays are just messed up. And kids and teenagers, like, there's a lot of molding in relationships that need to be done because, like, there's just too much drama. Yeah, and I, I feel like when you're that young, like, someone can really fuck you up. Like, let's say you're 16 and someone cheats on you. You're, like, emotionally scarred for, like, the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, but if you're, you're 16 21, and that's your first relationship. Yeah. And, like, now you have to live with that, moving to your next and your next and, and your, your next. next. But if you're 21 you get cheated on, you, you've grown enough, you've lived through enough to, like, go through it properly. You know what I mean? So just know that, like, whatever situation you get into – you're probably not going to marry the guy. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. You're going to grow from it. You're going to learn from it. You're going to experience things and just be open to whatever it gives you. But just know that if you don't have enough love for yourself, you won't you won't get respect from the person that you're with because you're going to let them get away with a lot of things. So make sure that you're really happy with yourself and you love yourself and you won't tolerate bullshit before you get into that situation. Otherwise, they're going to walk all over you. 
Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. Somebody asked, we fight all the time. How do I stop that? Honestly, if you're fighting all the time, you have to question your relationship. Yeah, I agree. Because you shouldn't be fighting all the time. Like, I'm not going to say that a relationship is always butterflies and rainbows, but, like, you shouldn't be fighting all the time. Like, if you're having an argument here and there, like, once a month, I'd be like, okay, fine. But, like, every day? Yeah, no. To me, it's you really need to reevaluate your situation and see, like, is this for me? Is this making me happy? Am I happy more more times than I'm sad or am I more sad than happy? Yeah. This next question is, what should I do when a guy says he is busy and leaves me for his friends? I think the answer is very clear. It, it is, but just say it anyways. To me, it's this simple. If a man's acting like he doesn't give a fuck about you, it's because he does not give a fuck about you. Yeah, do not question simple. his behavior past that. If he's acting like he doesn't care, he doesn't care. I know as girls, we do the opposite. We say things to test guys or we say things because we don't want to say it. But I'm telling you, men are simple. Men are an open book. Yep, they're simple they creatures. They are straightforward. If they're not showing you the time of day, if they're not giving you the attention that you want, it's because they don't think of you that way. They don't, they're, they're just, they're not looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. What does a healthy relationship look like? So you could just go follow me on Instagram. And look at all her and like pictures all of my her pictures man. And just relationship like, goals. That is a healthy relationship right That's there. That's what it looks like. Um, no, honestly, though, like a healthy relationship, it, it really is like you feeling happy with your partner, your partner feeling happy. You guys, you know, always being able to compromise, having a good communication. Like you just see it. You just see it, you feel it, you know it. Relationship with mutual efforts is healthy. If you are putting in all the effort and your man is putting in the same amount of effort, to me, that's healthy. Everything's reciprocated. The love is reciprocated. The efforts are reciprocated. You know that what you give, you get. I think that's healthy. If you're happy more than you're sad, if you're happy more than you're mad, and if when you fight, there's communication and understanding rather than yelling and swearing. To me, those are healthy factors of a relationship. But you can go with what Brenda said if you want. <laughs> Just go on her Instagram and, and that will tell you what it is. Yeah, no, but like it's pretty straightforward. Again, you like if you see a toxic relationship, if you're always fighting, if you're always arguing, if you're always bickering, like you want to be left alone, like those are signs that things are not okay in a relationship. Or when you're just seeing them together just for like an Instagram post or for them to just make people not talk about them like those are like little signs you can tell like okay there's something wrong but if you're happy again it's it's genuine it's natural like there's no faking it you can just tell that two people are just genuinely happy together mm-hmm. like even some some youtubers you see those couples i can tell when people are faking it yeah ace like family see, that's exactly what i'm saying you see austin and Catherine. they hate each other that's just they're just doing it for the money <laughs> they hate each other i know when that camera's off Catherine's rolling her eyes like this guy is so annoying yeah and then you see someone like kb and carla and you're just like oh they're genuinely happy together yeah like and you chill. can tell because they're so different and they're not trying to, like, pretend to be someone on camera exactly, for other people. Exactly, exactly. Next one is, what is the best advice for singles to meet someone? Honestly, I think through mutual friends is, like, the most organic way. Tinder, man. Tinder, plenty of fish. There's all these apps. I think those are good, but I feel like, for me, I'd need to meet in person, personally. So, like, But I you think are. You're just finding a place to meet. You're so dumb. <laughs> yeah, like, those are definitely a good way to meet people. Don't get me wrong. But I think that just being out and meeting people when you're out is a great way 
meeting people through friends is a great way um that's like the ideal situation for me to be honest just like being introduced by someone I don't even have an advice of how to meet people I just feel like give people the opportunity to meet you right whether it's through a screen and swiping right on people or Or whether it's going out to yeah exactly coffee shop or a bar or club like let people I know right now it's really hard to like let people talk to you because people are just fucked up right now you're kind of stuck to to dating apps yeah but like honestly just give people that opportunity like some people are just stupid and are just out there for one reason but when you see certain things obviously you know close the doors and be like okay you're not for me but give people the opportunity to meet you too right because you can't just meet someone if you're in your room all the time that's all i'm gonna say mm-hmm. a person asked when was your first relationship i was 24 and it's the guy that i'm currently with that was my first real boyfriend girlfriend relationship i think my first real relationship i was eight like i said i the think fuck? i was like yeah i was i was at the end of high school so how were you eight 18 i, I said 18 <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah i was 18 what? or is it 17 or 18 you would have been 18 by the end of high school because you're Aquarius like me yeah so around that age 17 18 I was 17 18 but that was my first real relationship I've had relationships but like they weren't real yeah and when I mean real I just mean yeah it's just like oh my god we're gonna hold hands at recess um that was what it was like the next question is, what was the hardest part about being single for you? Do you even remember what it's like to be single? I don't, but honestly, I don't think there's anything hard about it. Like, I'm not saying that I am I want to be single or I'm happy when I'm single. I just, there's some people that like, like I have a friend who, it's hard for her to be single. There's, t- there's these type of people that always need someone with them always need yeah. a companion i was just never that type of person me neither like i always make the most of my situation whether i'm single whether i'm taken like i'm not moping about being in a status i know people that are literally constantly talking to men because they don't know how to be alone yeah and they have absolutely no desire to see a future with this person but they're just like every time i talk to them there there's a new guy and i'm just like why can't you just be single until you find someone that you really want to grow with for me I'm not going to lie. Like, there were times when I was, like... I think the, the hardest part for me was was that I just wanted physical touch. And not even, like, in a sexual way. Like, I just wanted someone to hold and cuddle and just, like, be with, mm-hmm. you know? And I think once you have it, it's hard. Yeah, like, But if going you never back. had it, it's, like, there's you're not missing out on anything, really. Yeah, but, like, to be honest, it, it is kind of, like, sucky when it's wintertime and it's fall and you just, like, want someone to cuddle and watch movies with. And I remember that. I wanted that so bad, but... I didn't care for it that deep. I was totally fine with being single. Yeah, honestly, I don't think there's anything hard about being single. It's you make it hard for yourself, to be honest. Like, I'm just gonna be straight up yeah. honest. Like when I was single, I was never like, oh my god, I'm single. Being like, single. I was only... even like the friend who was the only single friend, and my friends were like with people. No, to me that's hard. That nah. I didn't like that when I was going through that. I don't mind it. Because then when it's New Year's, everybody's busy. You can't. That's the only reason why it bothers me. Because like when it's New Year's, everyone's busy. When it's Christmas, everyone's busy. When it's something that is like an outing and it's just everyone's coupled up, it kind of sucks. But like when they're stuck with someone, you can hoe it out and do whatever the fuck you want. I guess I was never really in that phase. So, (laughs) yeah. But like, to be honest, to me, being single is only really difficult when you're going through heartbreak. (laughs) That's it. I think it's it's hard if you make it hard. Everything's hard if you make it hard. You just got to learn to cope with what comes to you. 
Is it okay for a woman to not want a relationship until she's completely self-sufficient? No, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you need to learn how to be independent before you depend on someone. I think you need to love yourself before you find someone to love you. But do they mean financially self-sufficient? Because they said self-sufficient. I feel like that's kind of like... Oh, like financially stable before you find someone? Yeah, like they're able to provide for themselves. I think that's yeah, what Yeah, I think, I think that's important. You need to have someone who's just going to be as supportive, as motivated, as hardworking as you. So if, like, if I'm out here making six figures and my partner is, like, working at a car wash once a week, like, that's rough. Mm-hmm. And not because I expect him to financially support me, but I also want to know that, like, you know, he has motivation, he has hardworking skills like I do. He wants a future, he wants certain things, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but also this person's saying, is it okay for a woman to not want a relationship until she's completely self-sufficient? So yeah. we're not really talking like we're moving in together tomorrow or anything. It's kind of just like, is it okay that I don't want to date anyone until... I can completely afford my lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? Like, it has nothing to do with the man's lifestyle or how much money they make or anything. It's just like, let's say I finally hit um, making six figures per year, so I'm ready to date. Do you think that's a reason to be like to stay single? If you have an expensive lifestyle, yeah. Yeah, because you're gonna you want. Mm. But unless you're looking for a sugar daddy. To me, I feel like it's not relevant. Like, unless you think that a man is going to distract you from achieving your goals and continuing to be- become self-sufficient, then sure, like, you could wait until you, you've reached that peak and then maintain it when you're with someone. But if you're someone that, like, no one's going to distract you, I don't see why you need to wait until you're self-sufficient to get into a relationship. I, I don't, don't think there's nothing wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I, I don't care for that. Because right now I know that, like, although I... I'm making okay money like I would love to be more self-sufficient like right now I pay my own rent I pay my own car I I pay for everything myself right so I am definitely self-sufficient there's more money to be made I'd love to make more money but I'm also not going to wait to make more money to get into a relationship because those are my goals that's my income like that man is not affecting it it really depends on where you see yourself and what kind of partner you want at the end of the day so somebody else asked how do I know if someone is genuinely into me and it's not just about the sex to me like if you (laughs) here's the thing if you're holding out on them and they walk away they're just in it for the sex if they wait until you're ready and you're comfortable and they're fine with just getting to know you no matter how long that takes then they're into you yeah i feel like it's very simple like unless you're someone that starts being intimate day one and you're kind of having a hard time losing sight of if they're just seeing you because they want to be with you or if they just want to have sex with you. That's something that you just kind of got to look at. Like if they're treating you like they don't care about you other than to hook up, it'll be obvious. They won't answer your text on time. They'll leave your house right after the deed is done. They won't do anything extra for you. They won't buy you dinner. They won't yeah. take you out. You'll just know. And if you don't know, then you're probably just turning a blind eye to it. But when a man's into you, you don't question it. You know, you know, when when a man wants you and he wants to pursue you, you will know it, it will be very obvious. Trust me. Yeah, I agree. Like, you'll just know like that there'll be certain actions that they're doing. It's kind of like when you've done something and you've completed it and you're kind of just putting it aside because it's it's done. It's a task that was already performed and you're just 
moving on Mm -hmm. or if it's a next step to something that's gonna further between the two of you Mm -hmm. we'll just answer this last question since we're kind of been answering a couple of them already so this person said tips on formally asking a woman to be your girlfriend after dating for a couple months you just ask them like there's no need to wait if you know that someone is going to be your girlfriend and you know you want to wife them just ask them like don't don't wait for the right moment don't wait for a special time because time is not always going to be there you know what i mean like anything could happen at any time and you don't want to leave the girl wondering what she could do better or you know you don't want to put any doubts in her mind so just ask her because at the end of the day you can't really claim someone if you haven't asked them and until you ask them to be your girlfriend they're not your girlfriend so if they want to cheat, they can cheat. It's not cheating. I don't I don't live that way. I don't live that way. But, like, a lot of females do. So, like, lock it in and just ask her. Yeah. Plus, again, if she's been in your life and she's giving you the time of day, I'm sure the feeling is mutual. Yeah. So there's nothing to be scared of. I feel like if you're doubting it, then that's when you should be scared about doing something. But, honestly, if, if it feels right, chances are she probably feels the same way. Yeah, it just, like, don't beat around the bush. It, uh, to me, it's, like, just act on it. If you already know what you want, go for it. Because, like, if a girl doesn't want to be with you, you'll know. And if you're considering making her your girlfriend, it's probably because she's reciprocating the same energy you're giving her. So just go for it. Yeah. Just be like, hey, you know, me and you, we should be official. You what know was what? that song? It's How does that go? Something it, yeah, official girl, yeah, official, official girl. girl. Yeah, sing her that song. Maybe that'll work. Yeah, so that's our advice for you. Those are some Q&As. Again, if you want to be a part of the episodes and ask us questions, don't forget to DM us on our Instagram account. Our Instagram account is Let's Get Real the Podcast. And we also have a YouTube channel, which is Let's Get Real Podcast. And um, again, sorry for the low energy this week, guys. I'm sorry for taking a break last week. We had some shit going on, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, a quick update. We signed the lease for our apartment together. So Brenda and I are actually living together as of November 1st. So we're going to be getting a lot of content out for you guys. Yes, it's coming. I promise you it will be better. It is going to get better November onwards. Yes. November might be a little hectic. We might miss a few episodes that month because we're going to be moving. Yeah, that's but true. But <laughs> to be honest, like it's going to be a lot better. We're going to be able to be very engaged on social media, more content, more visuals, all that stuff. So, yep, we're going to have new stories for you because we're going to be living together. So maybe I can just fucking rant about Brenda. And And talk shit about Ashley. Yeah, and you guys are going to hear it all. So (laughs) thanks for sticking with us. We'll be back next Monday. Bye. Bye.